Welcome to Bite Size Seminary. Hello, friends. This is a short bonus episode right before Christmas. I know this is most likely a busy week for you, but I want to do two quick things for this bonus episode. First, I just want to say Merry Christmas and thank you so much for listening. I'm so encouraged by all of your encouraging and warm comments, emails, messages. It really means a lot to me. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen and to take the time to encourage me. And I hope that you have just a wonderful Christmas. The second thing I want to do is I just want to share some of my thoughts that I've been thinking about about the Lord around this Christmas season and thinking about how Christmas leads us to remember Christ's birth and his humility. So I want to share three aspects quickly of Christ's humility and how these relate to Christmas. The three aspects of Christ's humility are his humility in humanness, his humility in shame, and his humility in nearness. Now, thinking of his humility in humanness, this is the thing that we think of all the time when we think about the true meaning of Christmas, is that Christ, the Son of God, the eternal Son of God, came as a baby. He became a human. He took on human flesh for you and for me. What an absurd thing that the eternal Son of God, who enjoys the pleasures of heaven, would come to earth as a human and not as some victorious, triumphant human, but as a little baby. And he does all of this for us. I love this passage in Hebrews 2. It's kind of lengthy, but I love it. For surely it is not angels that he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. Therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. He doesn't go and help the angels. He helps us because he has become like us. And he is that faithful high priest that we have. And he has made that satisfying sacrifice for our sins. And I love just the humility that our God has to become like one of us. He doesn't come in his own fanfare. He doesn't come to trumpet his own accomplishments. He comes as a little baby to give us salvation. And this is so opposite of how we can slip into treating the holidays as an opportunity for us to trumpet our own fanfare, for us to elevate ourselves, to talk about all of our accomplishments. But Jesus does not do that as he comes as a baby. His thought is only of others. When we are together for the holidays with friends and family, may we emulate the humility of our Savior and that we would seek to elevate not ourselves, but we would elevate others. What I love about the Lord is his character is one to just give and give. His heart reaches out towards others. We see this of why he even becomes a human. And we see this even in the second point of his humility in shame, that he takes on the shame, and specifically, he takes on the shame of the cross 
for our own salvation. And through that, we see that his heart is totally geared to give. I love this familiar passage in Philippians chapter 2, talking about Christ, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death of the cross. To die on a Roman cross was not only one of the worst and most painful ways to die, it was the most shameful way to die. When we look at the Gospels and their depiction of Christ's crucifixion, it does not get into exaggerated, gory details of Christ's suffering. But what is repeatedly emphasized is the shame that is heaped upon Christ. And he takes all of that shame on himself so that we do not have to endure that shame. He humbles himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. That was the whole reason he came as a baby, is to suffer for you and for me. Another awesome passage in Mark 10, 45, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And we must be thankful for what he has given us. We must be thankful for the salvation he has given us. During the holidays, we tend to think a lot about giving. Gifts that we need to buy, Christmas shopping that we need to finish or start, and we tell ourselves that Christmas is not about the stuff. But it's so easy for us to get caught into the stream of being consumed with stuff, of what we get. But when we look at the heart of Christ, in him coming as a human, in him taking on our shame, he only gives. He is not concerned with being served. He is not concerned with gaining. He gives up so that we may gain. And may we, in this holiday season, may we be concerned with giving to others, and not in just giving stuff, but in giving our hearts, in giving our time to be concerned with others, to listen, to give care, to have concern for others. May we give in those ways. May we also give practically, but may our hearts be in tune with the heart of our Savior towards others. And then finally, Christ's humility in nearness. All of these things, Christ's humanness, his shame that he took upon himself, culminates in him being near towards us. We know this great Christmas passage from Matthew 1.23, quoting Isaiah 7.14, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. And Matthew adds, which means God with us. And that is the whole reason why Jesus came to this earth, is so that we may be near with God, that he may be with us. And what I love about what Matthew tells is that he begins his story here with this verse describing how Jesus' name was to be Emmanuel, God with us, this picture of God's nearness with us, and he ends the story of Jesus. He ends his gospel 
with this quote from Jesus before he leaves his disciples. Matthew 28, 20. Jesus tells his disciples as they are concerned about what is going to happen next, Jesus reassures them with these lines, and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And so Matthew wants to draw our mind to think of the entire gospel of Matthew, of this theme of God's nearness to us through the person of Jesus. That is who our God is. We do not have a distant God. And during the holidays, we may feel very alone. Perhaps you are isolated, under quarantine, or not able to be with friends and family. Perhaps you are with friends and family, but you do not feel near to them. Let me just remind you that the Lord is with you right now, that the Lord is deeply concerned for you, that he cares so much for you. He loves you so much to come as a man to die for your sins, to die for my sins. And he is continually with us. And that gives us hope. The Lord is with us always, no matter what. That's all I have for today. I hope this has been a blessing to you. It's been a blessing to me just to think of the humility that Christ has and how that affects my own life. We'll have a new episode next week. Then it will be back to the normal every other week schedule. Hope that's okay with you. Anyways, just want to say thank you again for listening and Merry Christmas.